Welcome to another episode of Stuff Dutch People Like, the podcast. I'm Colleen Geske, author and founder of the Stuff Dutch People Like book series. And I'm going to be joined here every week with my friend and co-host, Allard Vestenbrink, where we talk about what makes Dutch culture weird, wacky, and wonderful. Join us. Another episode. We are back. So, Allard. All right. (laughs) Allard has taken this very moment to... To have a little snack. To have a little midnight snack. And he is currently smearing uh, Uh, butter. uh, Pita bread. Yeah. From uh, the roaster. Pita bread from the toaster. From the toaster. From the roaster. (laughs) roaster. Oh, Oh, the sound, the sound of it. Does everyone put that close to your microphone? He is generously pouring Hagelslach onto his pita bread with Mm. a thick layer of butter. Do you know that there's Mm. podcasts that are just sound? It's like sound porn. And some people just love listening to sound. Mm. So they listen to it at like high intensity of like people breaking bread and stuff. I think there are some people who are, are grossed out right now, like, oh, he's smucking. He's smucking. Like, he's talking with his mouth full. Mm. Oh, you love but this. But I needed it. Oh, you love this. This is just so cliche that you're mm. like, right now, what I need is Hagosla. But this is the good one. This is. This is the router. Yeah, the router. Yeah. It's a small package. It's it's sixty percent cacao. cacao. So it's pretty dark. Yeah. And it's mm. um and gonna, I love I'm it. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat some straight off your plate. Mm. That's good. We're going to talk about money. Right, not Hagelslag. Money. 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 Money, 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 money. Money. <laughs> and I find this a very interesting topic because there is a difference. Oh, Huge, huge, and there's a lot to 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 tell about, you mm. know, to to mm. to to talk about. And uh, I want to start with credit cards. Oh, I love that you brought this up, Allard. Because I have a credit card and I hardly use it. I only use it when you know I want to buy something from the internet yeah. or maybe for a holiday. You take it with your holiday, and otherwise, it's like it's just. It just lays there. Okay, here's the thing. When I first moved here, went to the bank, opened the bank account. I was like, they were like, okay, you get the pin pass. You get the debit card. It's what we call a pin pass. You get the credit card. The best way I can describe a Dutch credit card is, do you know the children's brand Fisher Price? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you had the little Fisher Price banking set. And you had the little plastic credit card and it was fake. The Dutch don't have credit cards. These are not real credit cards. Because what the bank explained to me, the biggest bank in the Netherlands, they were like, okay, here's your credit card. (coughs) (laughs) I'm listening. I'm sorry. There was a little bit of hagelslag stuck in my throat. I'm distracting you from your passion of eating hagelslag right now. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, go on. Focus, Allard. Focus. Allard will join us once he's finished his mouthful of Hagel's <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Okay, you're back. These are not real credit cards because you have a limit of like a thousand euros, maybe two thousand euros. And at the end of every month, you have to pay it all back. Yes. All of it. 
So I never understood what is the big deal with credit so cards. So in the Netherlands, this isn't a credit card because essentially they're giving you a thousand euros, but on August 30th, you have to pay it all back. Yes. So you never accrue debt. So from, no. No. So you never have a, a no. right. Which, okay, is an absolutely so only wonderful, intelligent, financially sophisticated Great thing because then people aren't going into debt. No, true. But it is not the North American credit card that I That's know. That's why I never understood the use of credit cards. But I understand it. I want to rent a car uh, and, and then a credit yeah. card, or uh, it's easier to buy something from Online. the internet, blah, yeah. blah, 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 because I can't use it with my, you know. But, so, but I once read like there is no credit card debt here because if you don't pay it, you don't have a credit we card. We understand that it's our money. Yeah. It's like, I never felt the sense of, oh, I'm, so what I'm spending, uh, uh, I have no idea. There's no point in a debt That's why card. I never use it. I, no, exactly. I, I only use it when I want to buy something from Disney, from Amazon. My first year here, I was like, in my 20s, I was like, this is no credit card. I have to pay this back in 10 days. But how was it for you when you lived in, in Canada? Yeah, as for soon instance? as I turned 18, I remember getting in the mail tons of credit cards. It was just like, dear Colleen, we've provided you with this complimentary credit card with a $5,000 limit. And then I got another one. And then I got another one. I had friends, <laughs> you're going to like this, who were like, you could then also decide what you wanted on your credit card. So it was like, do you want a picture? When I went to university... They gave me a credit card. They're like, do you want a picture of the university on this credit card? Do you want a picture of Melrose Place on your credit card? Do you want cats or horses? Like, I don't know. So when the the, the credit crisis, the, how do you call it in the English? Credit crisis, the, the, the credit crisis. <laughs> the financial <laughs> crisis. The credit card crisis. When that happened, uh, yeah. for me, it was like... Uh, yeah, well, wasn't it? Uh, I know. It, was, it felt like, uh, well, didn't you guys felt that coming? It was like, I, I always thought, uh, what, what kind of a magic spell is going on there that oh, I know. people it's, are like it's spending true. I and mean, it feels like think, they're, they're, it's endless. I think things got really carried away in North America because you could lend a lot of money on credit cards. You could also lend an enormous amount in mortgages. Whereas the Dutch were always very conservative, right? You had this formula. Okay, you can have X amount of your, you know, X times your salary is the maximum you can have for a house. And Canada was the same. Canada was conservative with mortgages more so than than, than the U.S. was. But the thing is, the Dutch are very sensible when it comes to money. Of course, this is all very rational. You should not lend money. You should not have credit cards. But you're like, they're giving out credit cards like candy. I mean. But how does it work there? I'm talking with my mouth full. <laughs> <laughs> Allard will not stop with the Hagelslag. No, this is the peanut no. butter. Oh, oh my God. This is Another the Kalfee Pindakaas. It's very good peanut butter. And this I is the, at, yeah. the most famous of the Netherlands. It's, it is. It's, it's salty. I love that your thick. mouth is full. <laughs> And you mm. just couldn't wait. <laughs> but there comes a moment that the bills come. Yeah, yeah. And you have to pay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I think a lot of people have a lot of debt. And I think the Dutch are very lucky that they don't fall prey to this because there's no option. Like, Why they don't they change it? Yeah, because I guess there's too many people making money from it. But I think like, yeah, the Dutch are very sensible. You know, 
when you have, when you buy something here and you buy it like with even a payment terms that is like, okay, we're going to deliver this. You have to pay in 14 days. You know, you always on the Dutch invoice, it'll say like lending money costs you money. And then you have that bigger who has like a ball and chain attached to his leg. Right. So you're constantly being told like, don't do this. So it's great because they, I think there's a lot more like financial literacy here. And do you think the Dutch are better in saving money? Yes. But I think that's cultural, right? I think you grow up very much like because everybody always say the Dutch is the Dutch are cheap, but cheap. I don't see it that way. I never understood why do uh, people abroad think we are cheap because we are not cheap. Well, we give uh, we are I one of the we, we are one of the countries who gives the biggest amount of money to uh, uh, charity to charity, and you give the biggest amount per individual. So like yes. most people have coming off their bank account at least one or two charities that they give to. I think it comes because uh, uh, most of us, we know how to work with our money. Well, that's the thing. I think the Dutch are quite like, I still think the Dutch are a bit cheap. I'll give you some examples in a moment. Okay. <laughs> but I do think the Dutch learn from a young age not to take credit. That money is like, you know, okay, you set aside this amount of money. I think what we talked about before, they prioritize like, you know, having travel as a priority. So I think the Dutch are good at like managing their money. For me, what what works for me is like I I have my uh, saving account. Yeah. And how do you call the account where the money gets on? You well, the spaarrekening and my gewone rekening. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but what do you call two, 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 yeah, exactly. two separate accounts? Accounts. I think you used to call it a checking and a savings. But yeah. so, and when I uh, 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 get paid, you know, I get my my wage. Is that what I? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, it's some, sometimes so difficult. No, no, it's crazy. it gets on one account, and I always put it on my saving account, and I. Give myself, I pay myself again. So, right. And what happens then is that I'm saving money because uh, the one account is always has <laughs> a, a little bit of money, and the other right. one has the big amount. Yeah, yeah. But that's the 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 way. But who I'm, taught you about money? Like, where where does this come from? Because I do feel like the Dutch are very good with money. Like who's teaching this? Your parents are they? I don't really know because um, my parents were never like very strict with money or so. You know, but if did we, you get an allowance as a kid? Yeah, but not very much. Yeah, but if we wanted something, uh, 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 and not, and I'm not talking about big things like, uh, yeah, yeah, mom, can I have uh, like ten guilders for this and that? Oh, you can get, you can get it. Yeah, that's okay. It was never yeah. a really big thing, but um, we were always aware of what we had. And what we had, that's what you worked with. Right. So we never did, uh, 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 my parents never did, I never did, my brother never did, that you you go into this huge debt. Right. And if you want to buy a house here, you know, and if you have one debt, and a debt can also be, uh, you know, I, I have a, a car, you know, like a, a, a lease car. Yeah. That's also a debt, and that can destroy the, the the opportunity to buy a house. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, this is not a funny story, but, you know, when I went to buy a house here in the Netherlands, they're always like, oh, do you have anything 
a, do you have a bad credit rating, right? Mm-hmm. Like, have you, da, da, da. and I'm like, no, no, I have like, you know, I didn't have a credit card here. I blah, blah, blah. I've always paid my bills. And then my joke was like, oh, I better check into my husband. Like maybe he's the one with the bad credit rating. So anyways, the mortgage company looked in our credit rating and they're like, oh no, Colleen, you have a really bad credit rating. So bad that you can't get a mortgage. And I'm like, what? I'm like, how is that possible? I never had a credit card, blah, blah, blah. Well, it turns out, you know, these fake credit cards that I got, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So I had opened one bank with one bank and I had closed the credit card, but the credit card had like min, literally Allard, min 40 euros on it. So it had 40 euros that somehow I had never paid off of it because I closed the account and I opened at a different bank. And then that 40 euros like accrued, I don't know, penalties and blah, blah, blah. And then I moved addresses and they were sending, it was this whole drama and I was like blacklisted for 40 euros they wouldn't give me a mortgage and guess what guess who had already signed the house i had already signed the house so i was already like i have to pay blah 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 hundreds of thousands and it was was nothing like oh i paid that 40 euros and and it was clean again no and that's what i was asking and i was talking to the central you know you have the central bureau where you have to talk to and they were like yeah, but it's not like you have a bad rating. You have the worst rating. So they told me it was like a triple X rating. And I'm like, oh, what? And they, it literally was from 2007. So it was from like, you know, blah, blah, blah. So it was a big drama. Anyways, I signed for the house on Christmas Day. And then I found out this and I... Anyways, I managed you wouldn't to get have out of that it. in the states or in Canada. This? Well, not over forty euros. No. <laughs> I kept being like, no, no. But are we really talking about the fact that I forgot to pay a bill of forty euros and they sent to the wrong address? Like, are we really? This is what I cannot get yeah. a mortgage in this country because yeah. of forty euros. And this forty euros had gotten a bunch of um, fines on it, but it still wasn't that much. No, true. Over seventeen yeah. years, it was like two hundred and five euros that I owed. I'm like, well, I can pay that tomorrow. And they're like, that's not the point. The point is you didn't pay it for 17 years. Oh, yeah. So anyways, long story short, yeah, the Dutch, I think, are just good with money. Do you think... uh, But I do think they're cheap. And I'm going to give you the example why. Oh, God. And you're like, why are you waving that finger in my face? She's really (laughs) waving a finger at my face right now, audience. I'm like, the Dutch are cheap. Okay. okay. I'll tell you why. Bring it on. What do you give your very best friend in the whole world for a birthday? How much money would you spend on your very... You're laughing and you're already going red because you're a cheap bastard. <laughs> your very best friend, it's their birthday tomorrow. It's not a big birthday. They're turning 48. My How boyfriend... Much- now, uh, uh, I'm a bad example because uh, oh, I, I took so my... I'm so curious. I took my boyfriend's to Ghent in Belgium, and it was a really expensive trip, but I okay. loved it. But I'm, I know what you're getting at, and what you're getting at, it's, it's true. We don't spend that much of money. Right? And, and it's like, and I was, uh, we already talked okay, about this me, before. Tell me, who's the 15 la- euros. 15 euros is like a big spend. Yes. One five, not 50. And sometimes it's just a bottle of wine you brought, uh, you bought from uh, the, okay, uh, the, like the, the grocery store. <laughs> it's the year 2022. What can you even buy someone for 15 dollars, 15 euros? You you can buy you know like a, a, a book cart you know to buy a book. <laughs> they can't even buy a book. 
buy a whole book nowadays with 15 euros. A book, a good book costs like 20 euros. So they can buy, they can buy three quarters of a book. But it's true. But what we mostly do is that we, um, we share the gifts. You put it all together to try to to make it look bigger. Yes. (laughs) But what do you do then? Yeah, if it was my best friend's birthday, maybe I would spend $50. Maybe yeah. I'd spend $60. Yeah. Not 15 <laughs> <laughs> And That's I think true. 15 is generous. I think if I yeah. interviewed other Dutch people on the street, they would say 10 And I think we are also famous for or uh, uh, doorgeef cadeaus. Right. Uh, re-gifting. You, re-gifting. <laughs> re-gifting. And I was, uh, I did it for a while. And, and I thought it was like, this is really amazing. I just put a new paper around it and I just re-gifted and then somebody found out oh no it went back and it to was the like, original oh, person yeah. oh it was so embarrassing it was so embarrassing. embarrassing but it's hard to find a good gift for someone when you're only spending 10 15 euros, <laughs> 15 euros. but that is normal here yeah so that's the thing I remember I again. if you buy something really expensive you know last year a friend of mine had his birthday and a friend of his Gave him a really expensive gift. And he was like, he felt, uh, yeah. Oh, it makes the Dutch uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Oh, really? Does she want something from me? What is this? How come you you give me? That is so, so Dutch because then they think you're setting a precedent. They're like, don't give me this expensive thing because now I'm going to have to give you an expensive thing. Yes, exactly. And for eternity, we're going to be giving each other expensive things. you wouldn't think like that? No. If someone gave me a nice gift, I'd be like, thank you. Wonderful. You love me, thank you. But do do I get a really expensive gift back? Then? If I really love you. <laughs> if I don't, no. So, so this you the, don't feel the guilt. No, it's not I my think, problem. I think that is, you know, like the fifteen euro gift is like a safe. <laughs> it's like safe. It's like uh, uh, if. It's uh, like I, I I like you. Uh, I like you, but if I spend too much, maybe you would think something of me. And if I spent too little, it's not. And, and the 15 is in the middle. And that's like, that's the safety zone. But honestly, you can hardly buy anything for 15 euros. You can and buy now a with, lot. Now with inflation, they they get half a book. <laughs> <laughs> they have to spar. They have to save up to get a whole book. There's <sighs> there's also something from America. And I don't know if you, you have this also in Canada, but I love extreme couponing on TLC. Oh, yeah. And I'm jealous of it. Okay, we I, don't have that here. No, you don't. But can you explain to me how is it possible if you have all these uh, couponings, you can uh, get groceries for free? What, what the F is going on? I'm jealous. Okay, so here's the thing. I think couponing is like even bigger in America. So in Canada, we have couponing, but we don't have it to the same level as like the reality shows. Are you a, coupon, a couponing lady? No, but I do. Like when I grew up, I remember one of my best friend's mothers, she had like the binders. Yes. Right. So she'd be like, oh, we're going to the grocery store. And I was fascinated. Oh, wow. She had a whole bookshelf full of the binders. And she would be like, okay, it's Saturday. And this is, she had her list. And then she would take the binders out and she would go through. And it was like systematic. This is what we're buying today. To get down to like the no groceries, uh, the no bill, and right? And what, what is, uh, how do they um, 
Yeah. What do you get? They, I, I, I understand for the, the customers, it's the rush. You know, it's the rush to get... Uh, free, uh, something free. Something free. Right. But what is it for, you know, like uh, the, the people who make those products? Well, I th- and the grocery stores? Yeah. I think I think the extreme couponers are kind of like hacking the system. Like no one realized, oh God, we have all these coupons. And then in the end, they're paying five euros for like... For like... 2,000 euros worth yeah. of groceries. So I think they've... These people kind of hacked it and figured out how to do that, which is, yeah, which is I'm extreme. Jealous. But I do remember, like, you know, we also, okay, you're going to laugh at this. So <laughs> now that I, I just thought of it. So in elementary school, like Basel school, mm-hmm. like we did fundraisers for the school and we sold these golden books and they were this thick. They were thick like an encyclopedia of coupons. And you would buy these books, like you would sell them. You'd go door to door. So I used to go door to door with these like Bibles of coupons and sell them to my neighbor to raise money for my school or for like my sports team or whatever. And they were like these huge books and you would like, they had tons of coupons in them. And people were like, oh, once a year, this big Bible of coupons came out in our city and everyone would rush to buy that Bible. So you and guys can buy- Edition. So you guys can buy anything on credit card and you can and add do a coupon. Gr- yeah. <laughs> and get free groceries <laughs> and with couponing. Coupon. And now you're reminding me of coupons and I'm like embarrassed because I remember in my wallet I had a separate compartment where I would also keep coupons. <laughs> so I really did. And, and different- like I had a friend and she was always like, oh, well, let's go to this restaurant because I have a two for one and we can get free chicken wings and we can get a margarita. So, yeah, couponing is a North American thing. We have segeltjes sparen. Oh, that's right. The Dutch have their equivalent. Here we yes, go. We call stamps. It, yes, uh, uh, saving stamps. And all the grocery stores have their own, you know, like uh, for a couple of weeks you can save. Uh, if you have 50 stamps, you, have, you get a good knife. Or you yeah. can get to have blankets and stuff. So like that. I was really, and I recently started it, oh, and what? it was like a rush. Oh, I felt what? like an extreme couponing guy, you know. Oh, Allard, you know what? I'm so embarrassed to tell you this, but like I used to make fun of this all the time because they're always like, "Do you want the segels?" You know, they're like, "You do you want the stamps?" And, and you I, always say, "Probably and I'd no." I always be like, "No." <laughs> I'm not Dutch. I don't do that. I don't no. do that. <laughs> so I would always say no to the segels. But what changed? What changed was Albert Hein came out with some sort of limited edition um, plates. Yes. And they were like Villaroy and Bosch. Yes. And they were China and they were really nice. Yeah. And then I suddenly saw them there. And you didn't have any plates at home, of course. I had plates, but I was like, ooh, (laughs) I I don't know what happened. I, I lived in this country too long. And then literally, I remember texting all my friends. This is only about five years ago, being like, hi, guys. Um, do you think I could have your sagels? Like, I, I got big into it. And yes. I have the whole collection at home. Oh, and good. you know what? I use them every day. And every day I look at them. And I'm so fucking proud of myself that I got these beautiful plates for free. <laughs> yes, I understand that. So I fell into the trap. One of the oldest things of sagel to spare is for the coffee. We oh, have, is that where it comes from? 
Uh, I don't know if it comes from there, but that's that's there for and tens you know what? Of I, years. Okay, but I have to say, there's something so satisfying they give you, just so people understand. So you buy your groceries, they give you these tiny little stamps. Yes. And you have a stamp card, yeah. and you have to take every individual yes. one off. There's something oh. so satisfying, and you need like it's not like you You're need a child ten. again with yeah. stickers. You it's know, it's not like you need ten of them. You need five hundred stamps. Yes. Right. So you're like busy for twenty minutes. Yeah. Plucking every stamp And then on. you're looking, oh my God, you know, almost it's there. The, the action is, there. Is, is done at the, at, the, at the mid of September. Oh, yeah, exactly. oh my God. And I'm texting my friends like, please let me have them. Yeah. I had a full card like two weeks ago. I had a full card. And I was to the I went to the Albert Heijn. Albert Heijn is, is the is the most famous grocery store in for the knives or what yeah. were you saving for, for the knives? Oh, I was busy I have all with the, the Albert Heijn knives too. <laughs> and they were still there. And, you know, like standing there. Yeah. And she was like, no, uh, the action is over. <gasps> uh, it was over like the day before. Did you get in a fight? Uh, and I was like, but I have a full cart and there they are. And, and then I, I, she was like, you can't have them. Oh, no. And then I was like, can I buy them? No. No. So the knives were just standing there. Up is up. No. Up I is could, up. It was over. I just could yeah. hold them yeah. for a moment and Longingly. then I had to let go. Oh. Now, the, the oldest thing is uh, collecting the zegeltjes van koffie. Okay. And then it's the Douwe Egberts coffee. Yeah. That's the most famous Dutch very coffee. Very good coffee. It's very good coffee. And that's something, you know, like my grandparents already did. That's, I, I think it's it's been there for a hundred years yeah. or so. Yeah. And my mother still does that. And she has a lot of zegeltjes from the Albert Heijn coffee. Uh, uh, or from the, the Douwe Egberts oh, coffee. Oh, God, yeah. And I, I, I recently asked her, and what can you get of it? Well, if you have like 3,000 of those. Right, that's what I mean. Juice, it's never a small amount. Then it's you can get, you know, like uh, two cups and two little plates with the, the brand of Dow Eckers. No. I'm Something just, like I'm just that. Or you buy can buy her those. Or you, or you can, you know, can, you can save for a, co- a, a, a cheap coffee machine. Yes. Oh, but yeah. it's like the, the the feeling of getting it for free. It's true. And I have to say, I eat off these plates, and I'm always very proud of myself. I'm like, look what I got. These, yeah. Back to money. Do you think you earn more money here than in uh, the states or in Canada, or is it oh, a bit the same? It's a good question. Um. Oh God, I don't know. I don't know what this answer because I think like, I feel like people have a lot more disposable income because also, for instance, I didn't have a car for the first 15 years of living here because I didn't need a car. I only bought a car one year ago because it was Corona and I'm like, okay, we're not going to be flying anywhere. We're going to be stuck in Europe. Let's buy a car. So I think like, you know, you have smaller houses, you don't have, you have less houses to maintain, right? You're living, many people are living in apartments. That's very different cost of living than living in a house that you have to have, like maintain a massive house and yards Mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So I feel like because you live on a smaller scale, you do have more disposable income. Mm. So I do think people, it's maybe not that they get more money. It's not that they're making more, but I think their expenses are less. And why is it that if you, um, Work in horeca in America. Yeah, horeca is a Dutch term. Yes, I always say it in English, and people look at me like I've horeca. So horeca stands for H O is hotel, R E is restaurant, and C A is cafe. Cafe. So horeca. So yeah, if you work there as a waiter or a waitress, 
you don't get a, a wage. Tips. You you yeah. have you you it, it's you earn your money on tips. Yes. Why? In America and Canada, yeah, I've I've never made more money than what I made as a waitress in Canada. Like I'll never be that rich. I made a stupid amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> For us, yeah. uh, we we don't uh, you should you we give tips, but only if the service was really good. Yeah, we talked about this on another. Episode. Oh, is it true? Because I told you about oh my, my North American friends, and they still tip like Americans, and oh, it's yeah. embarrassing. We already talked yeah, about yeah. this. That's fine. We can we can repeat ourselves. Okay, we can repeat ourselves. Can repeat ourselves. But yeah, I do feel that people have more money to spend. They definitely and they prioritize different things. So, like you know, I think we also like. In Canada, people have houses in North America. They just have houses full of shit. Like, sorry, people are going to be offended when I say yeah, that. But, you but know, they just have tons and tons of stuff. <laughs> like, my kids see some of my friends and family in Canada, and they're like, is this a store? Like, there's just so, you have yeah, more you guys, room, and you fill you it up more with room. more stuff. And you, here you, live, you live. Yeah, but this is a very small I country. Live, and you, you live have, on really, so the average Dutch person, I read this in the newspaper, Guess how big the average Dutch house is? Tell me. I don't know. 67 square meters. Yes. So that's like, for Americans, that's like 700 square meters. That's like meters. a barn. That's the barn. That's your garage. <laughs> that is literally the size of a garage. Yes. Like, that's where you put your car. We live small. It's small. So when you live small, you have much less expenses. You have less stuff. Yes, true. You can't fill your house up with all sorts of useless but you don't shit. Need, yeah, you don't need it. You don't it. need it. So I think everyone has more money to travel, to eat out, to do... to experiential things because you're not filling your life with all this stuff that you have to maintain. Because the houses are so big there. Huge. And why? Because, you know, it's space. like the, there is a lot of space. You space. can have bigger yeah. houses and the cost of a house there is the same as a house here. Oh, because God. It's, it's, I, I of anyone I know, I probably have the most tiniest house. Like my dad's come and met a lot of my friends here in Amsterdam and like one of my friends, he was in their house once and he was like afterwards, you know, like what would a house like this cost? And I remember I knew what her house cost because she had just bought it. So I was like, you know, back in the day, I was like, yeah, she spent like 450000 on this house. And he's like, this house is a hallway, you know, because she had one of these long skinny houses yes. in the Jordan, first floor. Yeah. It was just like living room, kitchen, bedroom, just yeah. one long skinny house. He was like, Oh my God, but this is nothing. Like, so it's hard to also comprehend that you live in a small space and it's actually pricey, right? I always find it so funny that when I was in, in the States and, and, you know, you go to a clothing store and you go to the fitting rooms and it's like the size of a house. Right. <laughs> and here it's like, it's so tiny. I can't turn around. I'm like, oh, oh like oh this God. is horrible. Oh, I remember one of my friends being like buying this house and being like, oh yeah, so I'm going to use one of the bedrooms for like a walk-in closet. And I was just like dreaming of the, I mean, you hardly have closets in Amsterdam. Do yeah. you have an actual closet here? I have. Yes, I have. But yeah. are they additional things that you built into the walls? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, it doesn't come with a closet. Like there's no <laughs> there's no actual closet space no, here. It's true. You know, there's no, no place to put anything. Yeah, true. I remember my first apartment in Amsterdam. I was literally like, where would one store a suitcase? Like the apartment was so small. 
Then I was like, where would I put a suitcase? There was nowhere to even put a suitcase. Like, yeah. This is going to be a topic for a whole new episode. Space, yeah. Space, Space. but also like houses. Houses, oh yeah. uh, interieur. Oh God, yeah. The interior designing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have, have, uh, um, um, how do you say it? I have opinions about that. You have trauma. I have trauma, About what American houses, how they decorate them, right? Yeah. Swarmarol. Swarmarol. Okay, did, you had a swarm, did you ever have a swarma roll? I know what a swarma is. Yeah. What is swarma? We, we talked about this. Swarma is like the Turkish big meat that you yes. shave and then you eat it in and a And then you pita. put it in a roll okay. with a crust and then you deep fry it. Oh my God. Of course you deep fry it. Of course you do because you can't deep fry. <laughs> you have to deep fry and everything so, in this country. It's so good. It's spicy. So I never knew. You can deep fry a shawarma. Yes, but you you have a crust, you know, it's a thick crust. But what do you and mean? You, you bite, batter, it's you like, batter it. You batter yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yes, oh. that's what we do. And where do you buy such a thing? At the snack bar. Oh so my God. I came back to work after holidays and my colleagues were like, oh, it's Monday and we have this new tradition. So they developed a tradition in the four weeks. I was away, five weeks. Croquette dog? No, they found some snack bar where the parole said it's the best snack bar in Amsterdam. It's in a metro station. Mm-hmm. Do you know the one? No. Oh, I think on the, uh, by somewhere in the center. Okay. Anyways, the the tradition is now every Monday they go there and they get a new snack to eat for lunch. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> Look at you. You lighting up to this idea. And You're what like, did they have this last Monday? Oh, so then yesterday they were talking about today. They were saying like, oh, yeah, that was so good. I wasn't even listening. Was it the casoufle? I don't know. I'm going to ask them. It was probably a Mexicano deep fried shawarma bitter ballin. <laughs> I think you still are disrespecting our Dutch I snacks. Know. I am. I am. I am. Do you dis- do you I'm- prefer the, the the American snacks then? Yeah, I want a plate. Oh, that's a that's I a do. quick answer. I want a plate of nachos. That's what I want. We I w- have nachos yeah, here. You just got nachos in this country like about three years ago. I remember the first time I ate them. It was in 1988 in uh, in America. We were yes. like, "What is this?" It was a huge bag. Yeah. And we bought it and it, it tasted, yeah, yeah, for us, it tasted like a sweaty socks. Oh, I was like, oh, what is this? But I don't mean this? those nachos. I mean, I want to go in a restaurant. I want a big plate of tortilla chips with, with salsa cheese and, and melted oh, cheese and jalapenos yes. oh. and onions. And, and then in the oven. In the oven. Mm. And it has to be the right cheese. It has to be cheddar cheese. The other day, I returned a plate of nachos in this country because they had nachos on the menu. And it came out Doritos with some sort of fake plastic cheese, like a cheese sauce. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Nope. But that's something you get in America. Yeah, the uh, fake but that's cheese. not. Yeah, Ugh. I know, but that's not real nachos. Okay. Um, you bring for the final episode <gasps> of this season. Yeah. Yeah, you bring a typical American snack, and I will bring a typical Dutch snack. Ooh. Is that a deal? That's a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> My mouth is watering. Okay. Right. This was it for today. This was it. All right. Thanks, Alert. Thanks, Colleen. Doei. Doei doei. Thanks for listening to another episode of Stuff Dutch People Like. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Doei.